Section 8 of The Philosophy of the Plan of Salvation by James Barr Walker. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 9. Concerning the transition from the material system, by which religious ideas were conveyed through the senses, to the spiritual system, in which abstract ideas were conveyed by words and parables. Human language has always advanced from its first stage, in which ideas are acquired directly through the medium of the senses, to the higher state, in which abstract ideas are conveyed by appropriate words and signs. When an idea is once formed by outward objects, and a word formed representing that idea, it is then no longer necessary or desirable that the object which first originated the idea should longer be associated in the mind with the idea itself. It is even true that the import of abstract ideas suffers from a coexistence in the mind of the abstract thought with the idea of the object which originated it. Thus the word spirit now conveys a distinct idea to the mind of pure spiritual existence. But the distinctness and power of the idea is impaired by remembering that the word from which it was derived originally signified wind, and that the word itself was originated in the first place by the wind. So in other cases, although the ideas of abstract and spiritual things can be originated, primarily, only from outward objects, yet when they have been originated, and the spiritual idea connected with the sign or word conveying its proper sense, it is desirable, in order to their greatest force and perspicuity, that their connection with materiality should be broken off in the mind. In all written languages, this advancement from one stage of perfection to another, by the addition of abstract ideas, can be traced. And experience teaches incontrovertibly that the advancement of human language, as above described, and the advancement of human society, are dependent upon each other. The preceding principles being applied to the subject under consideration, it would follow that the mosaic machinery, which formed the abstract ideas, conveying the knowledge of God's true character, would no longer be useful after those ideas were originated, defined, and connected with the words which expressed their abstract or spiritual import. It would follow, therefore, that the machinery would be entirely dispensed with whenever it had answered the entire design for which it was put into operation. Whenever the Jews were cured of idolatry, and had obtained true ideas of the attributes of the true God, then the dispensation of shadows and ceremonies, which, quote, could not make the comers thereunto perfect, end quote, would, according to the reason of things, pass away, and give place to a more perfect and more spiritual dispensation. We find, accordingly, that the machinery of the tabernacle was gradually removed, it never having existed in perfection after the location of the tribes in Palestine. They sojourned in the wilderness until those who had come out of Egypt died. The generation who succeeded them had the advantage of having received their entire education through the medium of the Mosaic institution, and thus of being freed from vicious habits and remembrances contracted in idolatrous society. Afterwards, the prophets held an intermediate place between the material dispensation of Moses and the pure spirituality of that of Christ. In the prophetic books, especially the later ones, 
there is an evident departure from a reliance upon the external forms and an application of the ideas connected with those forms to internal states of mind their views of the old dispensation were more spiritual than the views of those who lived near the origin of the institution and in the dispensation of the messiah the prophets evidently expected clearer light and purer spirituality the state of the case then is this the old dispensation was necessary and indispensable in itself and in its place but it was neither designed nor adapted to continue the knowledge of divine things which it generated was necessary for all men but as yet was circumscribed to a small portion of the human family the point of inquiry now presents itself how could this essential knowledge concerning the divine nature and attributes be extended throughout the world there would be but two methods possible either the same processes and the same cumbrous machinery which were a burden that an apostle affirmed neither he nor his fathers were able to bear must be established in every nation and kindred and tribe of the human family and thus each nation be disciplined and educated by itself or one nation must be prepared and disciplined their propensity to idolatry destroyed the ideas coined in the die prepared by jehovah thrown into their minds and then being thus prepared they might be made the instruments of transferring those ideas into the languages of other nations footnote there is a common and to some minds a weighty objection against the truth of revealed religion stated as follows if god ever gave a religion to the world why did he not reveal it to all men and reveal it at once and perfectly so that no one could doubt if this had been possible it might not have been expedient but the nature of things as we have seen rendered it impossible to give man a revelation in such a manner and footnote if the almighty were to adopt the first method it would exclude men from benevolent labor for the spiritual good of each other and besides the history of the process with the jews as well as the reason of the thing would indicate that the latter method would be the one which the maker would adopt but in order to the diffusion of the knowledge of god by the latter method some things would be necessary as prerequisites among which are the following one that the jews who possessed these things should be scattered throughout the world and that they should be thus scattered long enough before the time of the general diffusion of divine knowledge to have become familiar with the languages of the different nations where they sojourned this would be necessary in order that by speaking in other tongues they might transfer into them their own ideas of divine things by attaching those ideas to words in the respective languages which they spoke or by introducing into those languages words and phrases of hebrew origin conveying the revealed ideas whether the different languages were acquired by miraculous or by human instrumentality there would be no other way possible of transferring ideas from one language to another but by the methods above mentioned two it would be necessary before the jews were thus scattered that their propensity to idolatry should be entirely subdued otherwise they would as they had frequently done before fall into the abominable habits of the nations among whom they were dispersed footnote idolatry is one of the most unconquerable of all the corrupt propensities of the human soul 
miracles under the new dispensation had scarcely ceased the apostolic fathers were scarcely cold in their graves before idolatrous forms were again superinduced upon the pure spirituality of the holy gospel and in the papal church the curse continues till this hour and footnote three the new and spiritual system should be first propagated among those who understood both the spiritual import of the hebrew language and likewise the language of the other nations to whom the gospel was to be preached it was necessary that the new dispensation should be committed first to the jews who were scattered in the surrounding nations because as we have seen they were the only individuals immediately prepared to communicate it to others now the following facts are matters of authentic history one by instruction and discipline the jews were entirely cured of the propensity to idolatry so much so that their souls abhorred idols two they were and had been for many generations dispersed among all nations of the roman world but still in their dispersion they retained their peculiar ideas and multitudes of this peculiar people assembled out of all countries at least once a year at the city of jerusalem to worship jehovah and it was while the multitudes were thus assembled that the gospel was first preached to them and preached as was proper it should be by power and miracle in order that those present might know assuredly that the dispensation was from heaven three the new dispensation was likewise introduced in the first place among the jews who continued to reside in palestine and when a sufficient number of them were fully initiated persecutions were caused to arise which scattered them abroad among the nations and the gentile languages not being known to them they were miraculously endowed with the gift of tongues that they might communicate to others the treasures of divine knowledge committed to them thus when the old dispensation had fulfilled its design in disciplining the jews in imparting first ideas and thus as a schoolmaster preparing the people for the higher instruction of christ and when the fullness of the times had come that the means and the material were prepared to propagate the spiritual truth of the new dispensation then the mosaic cycle would appropriately close it would not be consistent that it should remain longer for the plain reason given by jesus himself that new wine should not be put into old bottles nor the old and the imperfect forms be incorporated with the new and spiritual system therefore it was that so soon as the new dispensation had been introduced and its foundations firmly laid jerusalem the centre of the old economy with the temple and all things pertaining to the ritual service was at once and completely destroyed and the old system vanished away for ever it would not have been expedient for god to destroy the old system sooner because it was necessary to engraft the new system upon the old and it ought not to have remained longer for the reasons above stated footnote it was necessary that the old system should be destroyed at this time in order to throw the jews upon christ as the sacrifice for their sins under the old dispensation the sacrifices for sin were allowed to continue to the end from this sacrifice they were taught to hope for pardon an idea had been by the process which god himself instituted originated in their mind that death must ensue for sin 
but by transferring their sins to the head of the sacrifice, it died as a vicarious expiation, and they lived. It had become a part, almost, of the Jewish mind, that they could not hope for pardon unless the sacrifice was offered. They felt that their life was forfeited by sin, and they were unpardoned until the sacrifice was made, and it could be made nowhere else but at Jerusalem. Now God destroyed Jerusalem, and caused the offering for sin to cease, and entirely annihilated the possibility of their ever again expiating their sins by the bloody sacrifices. They were, therefore, shut up to the doctrine of Christ's sacrifice for sin. By the destruction of Jerusalem, the alternative was presented to the Jews, except of Christ's sacrifice, or you have no propitiation for your sins. End of footnote. End of section 8.